0: Welcome to episode 279 of Coffee, Pods and Wads. Rad are launching their general store imminently. Rad-global.com is where you can find it when it does come around. Uh, Whoop has had a facelift, a new interface launched this week. If you update your app, you can see it for yourself. Stress Monitor is launching at the end of March as well. You can go to join.whoop.com forward slash cpw to get a free month and avail of their new discounted global rate as well Uh, go is used by over a million people worldwide to prime and recover from workouts or just to improve their mobility you can find out why by downloading the app and starting your free trial do the test and then have all of the mobility tailored towards you and your own personal needs Uh, Fitter run the back end for underdogs, HWPO, Invictus, the program, No Shortcuts, the Daily Grind, and hundreds of coaches that are building their own communities. You can go to get.fitter.training to start showing your clients the best possible side of your coaching. The news with LSKD. LSKD have launched their red adrenaline jackets. It's the same deal as last time. There's a raffle for one of only 150 that are made. You win the raffle. You can purchase a coat. Uh, Laura Horvath set a new Hungarian record for clean and jerk at the weekend. Uh, 117 kilos at the Savaria Cup. An Irish-based lifter, Beata Young, uh, won her category and best female lifter at the same event. A nice little season primer for Laura heading into quarterfinals. And over in the UAE, Sarah Sigmund's daughter uh, won Storm Games ahead of Elena Karatala and Ksenia Trubetskia. Uh, Luka Djukic won the male comp ahead of Arthur Semenov and Oleg Lashenko came in third place there. Luke Ebron won the team event on Liftex Black over the Koleshnikov World Guys team and performed athletics. And this is a news segment, uh, but I'm using it to urge you to follow the season through thebarbellspin.com. Uh, there's just nowhere else that gets the news as fast or as accurate. There's no articles hidden behind paywalls. Nobody's time is being wasted. There's in-depth analysis, not just coverage. Uh, the sooner people realize that it's unmatched, the sooner everyone can be better informed on what's going on in the season and why. And they also have a pretty little ad for a self-made training program there, which is backed up by Fitter. Uh, if you have a competition or an event or any piece of news that you want included in the news, send me an email or a DM to be featured. Today's episode is with CrossFit Oslo's Navy Blue team members, Lena and Elvind, uh we chat about the team dynamic flying under the radar and changes since podiuming twice in madison and aiming to do it again enjoy listen share and tag well you're live now so you don't really have much for choice <coughs> um how are you guys we are all good yeah,
1: we're yeah.
2: good.
0: smash it's- from a team workout today but besides that we are all good it's nice to meet you. Well, I'd like to meet. Yeah. As much as you can meet online. Um, how was the open? Um, the open was okay. Yeah.
2: We decided, or we were set on not putting that much effort into the open this year. Uh, we have a collaboration with Krieger training. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to do them a favor. So we got the workout at nine o'clock and we did the workout at 10 o'clock at night. So okay. that kind of affected our our performance, but we, we did that to to be able to give the Krieger followers and the ones following in that program some tips and tricks from the workout.
1: Yeah, okay. I know Kristin did that last year as she was retired, but she still like wanted to do the Open and give something back to her yeah, own programming sorry my phone yeah. um and since she's pregnant now she couldn't do it herself and uh, we decided we would step up yeah
0: oh cool. i didn't know she was pregnant that's cool um what was the thing she was doing she was doing some like uh, yes she's been on a tv show
2: called uh the and it's like the champs of champions or
0: something yeah okay is that like one of those um uh, you know, like Hell Week, like one of those kind of shows, or is it like... Oh, they
1: have like no. a really fun and nice week.
0: Okay, <laughs> but It's all
1: champions, like yeah. retired champions Yes, competing against other retired champions.
2: Yeah, so old boxers, wrestlers, handball players, rowers, so like yeah, they want to find the, the champion amongst former champions. So as she's been championing CrossFit and World of World Cup in Functional Fitness, she got a mm. spot in that... Uh, program. So she did uh, really well. She played second. So I think she was the moral winner because she had, I think, most wins and uh, most uh, team wins, I guess. So um, I think she's pretty happy.
0: Yeah, she was the moral winner. That's that's a proper English expression.
1: (laughs) And what really, like, showed off her CrossFit background was that she was really, like, Overall, good at yeah, everything yeah, like strength, conditioning, and balance, like everything. Yeah, she was winning almost all the way.
0: Yeah, no, she's crazy impressive. Um, yeah, yeah have you guys seen that? Um, is it the 100 on Netflix? Um, <laughs> it's yeah, like
1: physical 100, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. not yet. No, yeah, it's like we started watching it. Oh, my wife lasted longer than I did. The dubbing just pissed me off so much. Like the <laughs> like they're they're not they're not even speaking, and then there's a there's a dubbed voice saying like, oh. and it's it's that real fake. Um, what was that? Did you watch Squid Games? No, I just watched. That more. was that. That was like a Korean. Uh, show as well, and I think this might be Korean as well. But the the vo- yeah, 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 yeah. Squid you know, the voice, you know, you know, like the, the dubbed voice, the dubbed English voice over the Korean. Did you
1: watch Squid World. Game dubbed? No, like you watched it dubbed,
0: yeah, it was dubbed, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> wasn't
1: it? <You're> Korean, because <laughs> I was, i f- I seen like five minutes of the physical 100. And I was like, whoa, this brings me uh like Squid Game vibes.
0: Yeah, it was the same. Maybe it wasn't though. Maybe it's just the way it everything was just overacted. Like the, yeah. the woman in Squid Games in particular, everything she said, it was just like just calm down. Like, why are you being so erratic? And then these guys, the in the 100s they they're like the 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 conversations they're having with each other just seem so fake. Like, but like really not even the, like the words they're saying seem like real things you would, they're they're saying like, wow, she looks really fit. But instead of saying it like that, they're like, wow, she looks really fit. It's like, why is your voice oh, going yeah. in that way? It doesn't make any sense. Like, no. but, um,
1: yeah, You should try watching it without being dubbed. Like just a normal version.
0: The, oh, the, the, like the 100 yeah. and Squid Game. Yeah, you on the original language. Again. Yeah. Yeah, now I'm thinking I didn't watch Squeaking. Game. I can't remember if it was in. I don't think I would have watched it with subtitles. I hate subtitles. Yeah, because I feel like I'll just read a book if I want to read something. Like I don't know, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, we're getting off topic. Um, yeah. so it's kind of like that. It was like a mini version of that. Fittest 100. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, because it's hard. She was posting about it, but it was all in Norwegian, and for some yeah. reason, it doesn't offer me C translation at the bottom. On her, now we, now we have two new Norwegian friends, so you can just ask us. Every oh, yeah, time okay. to post something in Norwegian, I'll send it to you, and then you, and you can just lie, just send back, yeah. like, oh, yeah. she said she really hates Ireland. And everything yeah, so <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. the picture doesn't match up with the text at all. <laughs> <No>. Yeah, it's all the kids, and it's
2: like, oh, I hate Ireland. <laughs> yeah.
0: If there's one country I fucking hate, yeah. um, uh, so the open, end, so like you were kind of sacrificial lambs then a bit. For 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 the open, so yeah, we know
2: yeah the open is not that important. Uh, A lot of people pay attention to like the open results and based like who's the best teams and individuals in the field based on the open. But we did normal training Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We had a swim session in the morning on Thursday, and then we showed up at the gym like at eight thirty, nine o'clock at night, and then we just did a general warm up, and then we just decided to go. So that obviously um affects our performance but Mm. uh, so but like we are pretty relaxed and we know that this is not the time that we are supposed to be in our best shape and we also know that we as individuals are maybe not all the way up there but we are better as a team so we are pretty confident that our placement in the open is not going to dictate how we perform when the quarterfinal comes and the semifinal comes and hopefully the games in august
1: yeah and I think uh, all of us are athletes who perform better like not all year round, yeah, but yeah. because Peaking, we, like, in yeah. the games twice, I really yeah. trust the process. Yeah. yeah. First year I was like, a little bit nervous, like, okay, yeah, we're not like supposed to be better now, but yeah, yeah. I know the process is gonna work the same way as earlier.
0: Yeah, and well, most better, of us... better better than earlier, you hope. Even yeah, better. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully.
2: And like we've all been dealing with some injuries, uh, me and Nico, we actually took three, four months off. The girls competed uh, all the way through December, so they had to take a little off season, a couple of weeks in January. So obviously our preparations were not um, optimal for the Open. But like we said, like we don't, we don't really care, <laughs> and we know that this, like the Open is like, you just got to do the workout, and the result is going to be good enough to qualify for the quarterfinals. And mm-hmm that's what we did and now we're just preparing for the next leg
0: is it hard um despite all of that despite like you know not caring about it or knowing where your focus is is it hard seeing like you know say proven being on top of the open leaderboard and thinking like oh maybe it would have been nice to make a statement and you know like be up like do you care about that kind of stuff at all
1: he doesn't think it's hard (laughs) i I think he's not on social media so he doesn't know this stuff but uh yeah, am I'm, I'm a little bit too much on social media. I'm like really proven team, have you seen them? And like the Danish team, they look so good, and oh in wicked us, and, yeah. So they they all look really good, but I guess everything looks good on Instagram and we just have to see.
2: Yeah, yeah. and we saw the, we saw the same thing last year as well. We saw teams performing better at the open, better at the quarterfinals, and then we came to the semifinals. We had Six event wins and we beat, I think we beat Mayhem and Razia Week in one of the workouts as well. So we know that, like, we got to be confident that, yeah, we're not supposed to be in shape now. Of course, it would be fun to be on top of the leaderboard just knowing that we are all the way up there because the field is changing from 2022 to 2023. So it would be cool, but I think we are confident that, yeah, come semifinals and the games, we're
0: going to be all the way up there. Mm. Um, what? Uh, is it true that you were going to retire, like this year? Like that—that the last year was going to be your last year. The, yeah,
1: the, the team. Inter- is yeah,
0: retiring. I yeah. Think. were you were you backing out altogether or no? Me or Lena? You. Didn't yeah, you me.
2: Say, yeah. Yeah. Didn't yeah you say so. Like so, so, we we were not really sure. Like we, then like the entire season, we were just thinking that this was gonna be like our last year. Lena was uh, thinking about the idea of going in, um, individual. Uh, Ingrid's body, with all of her injuries, injuries, we're not sure that she could take another year. Nico became a dad in late August, so we like we didn't really know that what was gonna happen. So we just, yeah, we we went to the games. We had an awesome experience, came second. And, like, we thought that, yeah, this is is it. And then we decided to meet up, I think it was late September, to do a little recap and just talk through the experience and, yeah, just have a meeting. And then, like, yeah, Lena said that if we're motivated to go, she could give it another year. Um, Yeah, Nico said that uh, his girlfriend said it was okay for him to do another year. Uh, and Ingrid is also like she was it called um, gets pressured by the group so if the group says let's go she's yeah
0: ready yeah, to you're, go you're not going so, to be the one that doesn't do it and then yeah, yeah. Um, and I think
1: four of us was like we would only do it with this team
0: yeah, and yeah,
1: we all okay. thought that one of us was going to like <laughs> jump into something else yeah. you know so now we're not keen with doing a team with someone else but when all four was like yeah maybe yeah then yeah we got really
2: stoked yeah and we didn't really talk that much about it because lena had madrid as an individual planned and she had dubai and she had uh, another one what's the last one dubai yeah and uh yeah so she had some individual competitions lined up so we were like yeah she's transitioning to an individual athlete and we did Mess with her mindset and everything, but uh, I guess something changed during the games and during the the team debrief we had. So uh, yeah, and
0: uh, yeah, you you so you said what everyone else was planning on doing, but what were you playing? So you said like, oh, I was thinking on individual. Ingrid was a bit beaten up and, you know, Nico was a new dad. You never said like, were you just kind of waiting to see what everyone else to do? Were you like, I'll do it or I won't do it. I don't really care. Just tell me what to do. Or had you your own ideas? Like I was,
2: I was ready for whatever the team would decide to do. Like, uh, I had some injuries as well. I had some issues with my shoulder, so with my elbow. So I was ready to take uh, the three to four months off just training. Uh, yeah, a little little less just to take care of my body and I would do whatever, uh, but uh, I wouldn't go for a, another team, I guess, because we've had two amazing seasons, and so going into another season with a team that maybe wasn't that confident uh, in qualifying for the games wouldn't be a, a, a good option, I guess, so I was kind of ready to, to retire, but still hungry for more once we decided to go, so uh, yeah.
1: I think also uh, both, both you and Ingrid are like really uh, also good in team but you prefer a team. Yeah. And and me, me and Nico, we have done a little bit more individually, maybe.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So for you guys it was even more like if I'm not doing team, you're done kinda. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I think uh didn't Nathan Bird used to coach Nico, I think, didn't he? I yeah. think I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, I he's a big guy, isn't he Nico? Like Yeah.
2: Yeah. He, to... or, they, yeah.
1: Think? You're the same size? Yeah, I
2: think we're, we're about the same size. Both yeah. of us gained 10 kilos in the off-season, and now we have the race to... <laughs> to
0: oh, not not, to the, the not the 10 kilos you want to gain, you just gained no, 10 no, kilos. No. Okay, right, right. I was like, "Geez, you must have seriously bulked up, right? Okay, no, so no, not, no, not the no, good 10 kilos, you just gained no, 10
2: kilos. Right? Not 10 kilos of muscles, but 10, 10 kilos. So something added to my jaw as well, so... <laughs> I,
0: yeah. um, when... Uh, you mentioned there, uh, Lena, that you have like individual aspirations um, and that you did a few individual competitions. How did that feel uh, after? Because obviously you did team, um, you podiumed twice with team and then you were going individual. And at the time, I suppose, when you were in Madrid and you were in Dubai, you were like, well, this is it now. I'm an individual athlete, like from here on out, you know, presumably, like, you know, with the, with the, when you were registering for them and doing the qualifiers and that kind of stuff, um, was there a part of you that was like nervous about it? Were you confident about it? Were you like, oh shit, maybe this is a mistake? Like, maybe I need to stick with team, or were you like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for this on my own? Or
1: no, I'm, um, I don't know. Uh, on the like opposite, like yeah, from Ingrid and Avin, I, I like being on the floor by myself too. Like in general, I like mm. the feeling you know just standing on a stage kind of um and performing but of course it is way more fun to perform when you're doing well and mostly i done more well on a team i would say and yeah. especially especially last year with the navy blue we had the, the world's in functional fitness which we won we had the semi-final we had the i also had the um with a Palooza with Ingrid and Kristin. And there was a game, so it was all like wins or second place, which yeah. is <laughs> it feels awesome, <laughs> obviously. And uh, standing on your own, uh, like competing is still fun, but the placement maybe not so fun, but yeah. <laughs> do you do you
0: feel do you feel any added added pressure like um you know, like if, if it's just your name as an individual pe- people might be like oh like who she like where she from or whatever but it's like oh she was on the oslo team do you know? like does that add any pressure to you as an individual the fact that you're on a successful team
1: yeah i, I think so maybe a little bit yeah but i yeah. think also people realize now um that there's so much more to being on a team like you can put great individuals together and they will not perform better on a team yeah. And uh, Yeah. The whole the whole mindset, the whole it's just so different. And um, that's also why I want to do the individual stuff as well, because I I like the the experience of it.
2: Hmm. I think it's more the other way around. Like if you're a, a great individual athlete and then you put your name on a team, I think that would add more yeah. pressure. Yeah. True. Like because people know that there's a big difference between being on a winning team and being individual. So like. Annie putting her name on the Iceland team, I think that kind of adds more pressure to her and her name because people are used to seeing her win. But when she didn't perform in some of the events, I think that was like more of a, a hit to to her name, even though people knew that when it's the team, team failed, effort. it's yeah. not completely her fault. But I think that's kind of like more, more of a realistic scenario where
0: the, mm. the the
2: pressure is added.
0: Did it, did it uh, annoy you last year? when so much of the focus was on iceland and um obviously like i mean you can understand why i guess when it's rich and annie and like you know they're like day oneers in crossfit so like it makes sense that it's like suddenly they've got this oh shit we've got a really good storyline in the affiliate cup and this is brilliant this is exactly what we need but like it still must be frustrating when you're like hey guys we finished second can we can we be talked about as well please
1: I think I think it was way more annoying for uh, our friends and family and fans. You know, um, they were always like commenting, but hey, what about you know you guys? Um, but yeah, we we talked about it sometimes, yeah. but we use it more like fuel yeah. and like yeah, we're gonna be the underdogs. We're coming in, like they have no idea what they're waiting for.
2: Um, yeah.
1: So for us, it was. Yeah, good,
2: And we didn't really have a long track record, like we had one second place at the games, so we didn't feel like we were like an established team that been there year in and year out. So like we knew we had yeah, one good year, so that wouldn't guarantee that we were going to be amongst the top teams. But going into the games, of course, like we would love to have a little bit more attention. But for us to be underdogs and just proving ourselves on the floor was, uh, I think, a much better feeling. Uh, than getting all the hype because now obviously over the last couple of months we've been getting a lot of attention with being on podcasts uh, we've got some new collaborations and stuff like that so I think there's more pressure this year and okay. we're probably going to talk about that later but I think the feel is going to be stronger maybe not the best team is going to be stronger, <laughs> stronger this year but I think the feel is going to be much stronger this year so I think the top 10 teams are going to be much better yeah. in average than maybe than last year. So yeah. this year is definitely the, a year where we're going to feel a lot of pressure, I guess.
0: Yeah, It's kind of like, because you know, like with Waterpalooza in January, as the teams were being announced, the teams of three, every time a team was announced, you are like, oh, well, they'll obviously win it. And then a new team is announced. You're like, oh, you forget. Like it's like a recency bias. Like you forget the other team. You're like, oh, they'll obviously win it. It's yeah. kind of been like that with the affiliate cup this year, where you like immediately your mind went to Invictus or you guys when uh, Rich said he was out, and then Proven announced their team, and you're like, oh, right, okay. And then you have, you know, uh, no shortcuts. And like, there's just these, like, there's so many teams popping up that you're kind of like, oh, fuck, okay. I mean, it's actually getting yeah. kind of difficult. And you know, even. If, if you if you anticipate that they cut the field down, like, say they cut it down to 10 teams, mm. like Ooh, it's, it's, so fucking, hard. Yeah, it's hard to pick, like, who's going to be in that 10 if it's for the last day or whatever. Do yeah, you know, like, it's...
1: Last, last yeah. day, I'm only 10, so like, top <clears> five <throat> five teams, yeah. And you get a last place, not because you suck, but just because, like,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: the
1: other teams are so good. Oof, that's, yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah.
0: Um, I think,
2: yeah, I think uh, people underestimate, the, like, the um, the benefit of having trained together for several years, because you mm-hmm. you learn how to communicate, you know how to strategize workouts, because you know each other's strengths and weaknesses. And, like, you know, like, especially when we do the worm, you know exactly how to move, how it's going to feel, because you've done a thousand reps before. So I think uh, for the teams that are going to succeed, they need to have hundreds of hours where they've trained together doing synchronized stuff, being under fatigue, uh, work with the Bob, work with the, the warman and stuff like that. So it's going to be exciting to see how the new teams stack up because now they've only been tested one by one in the Open and we're probably going to see some synchronized movements in the quarterfinals, but come semifinals, we're going to see the warm, I guess, and especially in the, at the game. So that's when you really test the team. So I don't think maybe the best teams in the quarterfinals are gonna be the best teams in the semifinals
0: and um, at the games. Yeah. Yeah. Does it? Uh, did it bother you, Annie, or did, like, do you care when you saw that they were changing it to a larger semifinal, like one large semifinal? Was that? Yeah. Does that make it any way different for you guys at all? No. no,
1: I think that's great, actually. Yeah, like seeing all the teams. Yeah, it bothered me they didn't do that last year. Because, is, that, is that because
0: you wouldn't have been tested against certain teams, but you were yeah. tested against other teams? Kind of, okay. Yeah. yeah, it
1: would be great to have, like, the semifinal against Deja Week 2, maybe. And, like,
2: yeah.
1: yeah, get a little bit more feeling going into games.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think, be, yeah. 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 And I also think besides that, I think there's going to be a large crowd coming home from, from CrossFit Oslo as well. So, on the social part of things, I think uh, having one semifinal this year, hopefully, like we have seven teams uh, doing the quarterfinals. Hopefully, we're going to have maybe three or four or five teams going uh, through to the semifinals. So, like looking at that aspect of it is also going to be fun that we're going to be all in the same place and we're hopefully going to have some individual athletes as well. So, last year was like for us sitting at home, watching all of the individual athletes, being in the, the Netherlands while we were waiting for going to London, that was kind of boring. So for us to be able to see the individuals and all the other teams, are sure. going to be going to be fun this year.
0: Yeah. Um, who picks the names of the teams in Oslo? <laughs> oh, so in in Oslo, I think. Yeah. So,
2: I, I, like, my favorite color is navy blue. Yeah, uh, but why is just navy?
0: <laughs> like, sorry. Sorry, navy blue. yeah. But- so
1: can i add something yeah because previously we have like a long team history at the CrossFit Oslo. i think we've done team like forever since i've yeah. been there and the like the standard name is Wolfpack because like yeah.
2: that's that's the name of the like the training program mm-hmm. yeah and out, also so. we
1: have like a big wolf on the wall oh yeah we're like the wolf pack so, the standard team name is like Wolfpack, and then you have like gray, black, white,
0: yeah, yeah, silver,
1: gold, whatever. Yeah, that's like the standard, uh, cross Oslo Wolfpack, gray and white and black. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, you, you, you guys dropped that, so you yeah, have...
2: yeah, but that's like that's why we, we went with the color. And I think like my favorite color is navy blue, and I'm the team captain, so I'm the one that signed up the team, so like. I think we did the French throwdown back in 2018 or 19 or something. And I was the one that signed up the teams. So I just added navy blue. And like when we signed up navy blue for the first time back in 2021, uh, I didn't realize that.
1: Uh, I think I was 22 last year.
2: No, I think we were navy blue 21 as well.
1: I think we were just like cross with Oslo.
2: We got to check that, okay. Okay. But I think, like, in the beginning, our name was Navy Blue, but I didn't think that Navy Blue was going to be displayed all the way, all right. Yeah, I thought we were just going to be like CrossFit Oslo, yeah. So, and after that, like, so that we were the only team qualified, um, in 2021, but coming into 2022, we had a couple of more uh teams as well, and then wanted to like not make fun of us, but like
0: make fun of you they yeah. want to make fun of you yeah so, so i'd have done funny. the same thing yeah so
2: that, now we have like uh the black and we have blackout and we have uh blush pink yeah yeah all of these different colors so i think it did just like mocking us yeah because
0: i i was i was giving out about it i can't remember who i was talking to um yeah. but i was saying like it's like saying that something is brand new it's like it's either oh. new or it's not new so it's either navy or it's not navy like navy blue navy is navy um yeah. so oh, that was... was that was my issue with it oh, okay so navy yeah because in norway
2: we say marine blue that means navy blue but what but... if you just say navy, navy
1: blue is okay. a color. yeah i think it's is like it... the pers- like the blue color that's navy blue it's maybe it's just
0: because maybe it's just because in ireland we don't actually have a navy in ireland i don't think okay so we just probably just say it's navy. Like I, the, I back, think it the back, Lena, the background Lena to the podcast can, is navy. Lena can teach you your language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You someone, have someone. Navy blue, someone someone navy. should.
2: Yeah. Someone, I, someone. Yeah.
1: I I had this. It didn't go through, but like, if you say like the first year we were maybe like baby blue, and yeah. then second year we were maybe <sighs> blue, and I wanted like the third year to be like royal blue. Oh, yeah. You know? That would be cool like a yeah. pokemon evolving yeah and the yeah. last it's just like royal blue
0: going yeah and then you go like midnight blue for like yeah. you just keep going darker and darker yeah. <laughs> yeah once you retire yeah. <laughs> yeah and then it's just gray and then you sort of gray like my beard and like my yeah. hair so, yeah. I actually started noticing a lot of uh grays in mine uh, right. that I hadn't had before and I was getting my hair cut last week and the guy was like cutting my hair, and I was kind of looking in the mirror. Like I was like, "Is the light really weird here?" And he was like, "Why?" And I said, "Just like it looks, my hair looks like shinier than normal or something on the sides." Yeah. He was like, "That's a that's that's gray hair." It's no. <laughs> just like, "Oh, cool!" No. Like that's literally happened between haircuts because it wasn't like that the last time. I'm
2: gonna tell you why the beard turns gray, but it does. It's not suitable to to tell it on online on air. No, go on. No, no. not online. No. I don't, think, uh, I don't think you're able to blur it out. Oh, I don't, I don't, gi- I don't give a shit. Oh, you don't give a shit? <laughs> no. Okay. You know the female reproduction organ? Yes. Like when you're intimate with a girl? Yes. There's moist. And that moist is able to bleach stuff.
0: <laughs> moist. So yeah. moist moist is not a noun, first of all. <laughs> so moist, <laughs> moist <laughs> is an adjective. So your <laughs> moist so is how you the, describe the, something as moist, not the okay, moisture okay, okay right. the, the female liquids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh liquids was so much worse. Yeah. Fucking hell. But that's like, why moist, moist I, was bad, liquids was worse. No, you shouldn't yeah. have said and
2: liquids. I'm just gonna show you my girlfriend. She's on the couch right there yeah
0: she's <laughs> thrilled with this yeah she's thrilled with
2: my uh, explanation
1: <laughs> i hope she's not paying but attention. she's not
2: uh, she's not that good in english yeah. so
0: she probably didn't understand anything <laughs> she's currently unsubscribing from the yeah. channel as well <laughs> she's like block that yeah yeah okay um yeah i don't have a lot of grades actually maybe i need to up my efforts then um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh i was listening to uh matt fraser was on talking elite did a video after i think they interviewed some people when they're in uh, miami and they, they did a video with him and it was like very high production levels because they've had substantial investment um but they uh they interviewed him and one of the pieces he said was that mal was pissed off when tia said she was retiring because um you don't want to have people say oh well, she only won because tia didn't compete or whatever And uh, I think a Freudian slip or an accidental thing he said was uh, he actually said, you don't want people saying, oh, he only won because he quit. And I was like, oh, are we still talking about Mal or are we talking about someone else here, Matthew? Yeah. Um, So I was curious when you hear that kind of stuff, like. You guys jumped into my head straight away because I was like, I wonder, is that like the same with when it's team? Like, have you still, do, like, does that kind of resonate with you guys? Do you guys see like, oh yeah, I see exactly what he's saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. like, and yeah. I think especially last year when we had like, we won the first event, we had yeah. the two jerseys. We, we took them away from Mayhem and there was like the first few days it felt like a battle between us mm. and uh, yeah for sure it would actually be really fun to have rich there for one other year and like really take down the mayhem team but i'm guessing like we have 50% now on the proven team so you can still go for it
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. i think like uh, rich running brings a lot of hype to the to the team division so yeah. the, just having him there just makes everything much bigger And, of course, Mayhem is a great benchmark. Like, if you beat Mayhem in a workout, you know that you performed really, really well because they go all in. You know they are prepared. You know that they are, they know what they're doing. So, of course, like competing against the best teams and being able to beat them. And, like, we were three seconds behind on the final workouts. Like, knowing that you're able to push them and they are definitely the best team in the world. They've been there for the last couple of years. So, just having them as a benchmark is definitely... um, awesome and like for us it's not like, like if we were to choose would we rather have them there this year or not we would rather have them there yeah. like to know that we can compete against the best so um, yeah definitely so but uh, we'll see um, it's not like just because they're gone the the first uh, place is up for grab for us mm-hmm. I think the field is going to be super strong this year and I think uh, we're going to have a lot of surprises uh, once we get back to Madison yeah
0: Um. Do you guys feel like you have a target on your back this year more so than say last year? Because like, I guess there's kind of people kind of accept or people kind of expect anyway that, okay, who's going to come second in the affiliate cup? Like when Mayhem were competing, that was kind of the narrative that was spun of like, right, who who's finishing runners up? Whereas now it's like, okay, well, who's going to win? Like there is a gap there and there is like, whatever way you look at it, there has to be a new team that wins. Yeah. Um do you guys feel as the team that was in second and that was in second and second again, that now you have, are you going into the season feeling like you have a target on your back rather than chasing something down that maybe you're being chased down? I think, uh, I think
2: both yes and no. Uh, like we said earlier, I think like, if you're an individual athlete transitioning to the team division, I think that adds more pressure. So now like the Danish team, they have André Houdet going in, going as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Proven team is putting together a team for the first time and everybody knows their names, like, like their established games athletes, individual games athletes. So I think like, like I'm not going to talk for the entire field, but I think uh, when we look at the field now, I think more of the more established games athlete names are the ones that are having a, a target on their backs, yeah. uh, I guess. So... For us like once good teams are uh, are announced i think that takes a little bit pressure off our shoulders rather than adding pressure so if no new teams uh, were announced and maybe the invictus team did some changes and like if we saw that the field was weakening i think we would have more pressure but now i think everybody that that are familiar with crossfit and knows like the different names knows that this year is going to be much different than than the last couple of years with i think a broader field and a better to better field. Uh, maybe not as good as Mayhem, but a broader
0: and better field.
1: Yeah.
0: Are you expecting, like, far lower points then?
1: No. I, don't, yeah. I have no idea what to expect no. for this year's games. As, as Avin says, like, the field looks so different from previous years. Mm. And, yeah, there's no way knowing. I feel like in the individual side, uh, you have like the same names appearing, and then they have like 20 or like maybe just 10 new names adding mm. up, but there's like mostly the same, and you know what to expect. But on the team side, there's like completely different from 2021 to 2022. So I have no idea. We just have to go there we'll, and like do our best.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, as well, I suppose you, you have that you know, like we were saying about picking where a team is going to finish up or whatever. Like, if I also feel like in the past uh, at the game, say last year, you were kind of looking at, okay, one of three, maybe four teams is going to win this event. And then the next event, you're like, one of three, the same three or four teams is probably going to win this event and so on. Whereas now I I feel this year, you're like, okay, one of seven, eight maybe teams, depending on the workout, could win this workout. So um, yeah, yeah, I kind of feel like, because I know that say, your the, the points gap between first and second in twenty twenty uh one was larger than the points gap in twenty twenty-two. Yeah. And like you have to put that down to you guys improving, but the field also improving. Yeah. Like so you, you were able to close the gap, but also the gap was closed because there was less people finishing yeah. uh like further behind Mayhem, or maybe they didn't win all, as many events as they usually won or whatever. And then yeah. this this year you now have like we said anyone could win anything depending on what the workout is and stuff. Whereas before yeah. you were like, regardless of the workout, okay, maybe are probably coming in the top three or the top yeah. five or whatever. Um So yeah, I, I, I kind of think it's going to be like really fucking close. Um, yeah. Like regardless of who wins, I still think you're not looking at more than a hundred points between first and second or second and third or third and fourth. I think it's going to, yeah. it, it could, could, could come down to the last That's workout true. or two workouts. It's yeah definitely
1: I remember in 2021 mm. um the, you had the cut so there's only 10 teams going into the last workout mm. and we we had a pretty solid like second place it was pretty solid uh going into the last workout but then really we realized like okay it's it's top 10 so if we place seventh or eighth then the gap is like we, we could lose it and mm-hmm. we had this overhead walk with the worm <laughs> and we started failing and <laughs> I could just like see the second place slipping away and we just like couldn't get it. Oh, that was nerve wracking Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but luckily we had a little buffer so we like yeah the event didn't uh, harm us that yeah. much but uh, yeah definitely yeah. that was uh, I think we we couldn't afford uh, an event like this uh, yeah. in two thousand twenty two because no. that yeah. would
0: have, uh, yeah, bumped us out of the top three, maybe. Yeah. Um, is it is it easier, say, like which which year was maybe not physically easier, but like mentally easier? Like, is it easier to be there uh, when no one really knows who you are, and like you're totally flying under like everyone's radar, apart from people who are like you know maybe like Brian Friend or whoever, someone who's a real nerd in the sport, um, in 2021, and then in 2022 you come back and now it's like the other teams are saying oh that's the team that finished second last year like they're the team we need to keep up with etc like was, was it easier being there as almost like a rookie team that's just kind of like uh, you know no one knows what to expect of us there's no major expectation because we haven't been on the podium we haven't like been visible to all these people on a consistent basis whereas in 2022 it's like oh shit like everyone knows we're on the podium uh, everyone knows who we are. If they're they're obviously interested in team competition because of at a team competition, so they've probably been looking at the teams they're competing against. They probably know who we are and how, what makes us take and stuff. Like, w- was it easier being confident, having had been on the podium, or was it easier being like zero expectations on us? Let's just see what happens in twenty twenty one. Say,
1: I I don't know. I think um, both years we were unloved, you know, because of the uh Any rich rivalry? R- rivalry? <laughs> rivalry <is laughs> on saying it yeah. in Close,
0: close, close yeah. enough. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um. So no, I don't
2: know. Yeah. Do any- so I think like the first year, everything was just a bonus. Like we did yeah. well in the quarterfinals and semifinals, so we knew that we were a good team, but we didn't know how good we were. Yeah. So like when we saw that we were climbing the leaderboards year one, we were like everything was just a bonus. Like we didn't know that if we were going to be top twenty, top thirty, top ten, or anything. So every, everything was just a bonus. But then we saw that we could perform and that we were a top team. So that gave us some confidence. But like going into 2022, like when the when the CrossFit game started, we had a flying start. Like we had an event win. Uh, we were wearing the leaders' jersey, so we really felt that we were going to be all the way up there. So like dropping down would be like a especially like my thoughts are like, it's going to be super disappointing because we were in first or second the entire weekend. So like once the weekend was progressing, I think we would be super, what's it called? Let down if we, if we were to slip down to third or to fourth or just being out. But we didn't. But uh, <laughs> so I think like the pressure was not there in, in 2021. Everything was just a bonus the first time. Just things were super smooth.
1: But, but like mentally, I think 21 was harder, but also because there were so many workouts that didn't go as planned, you know, because we were so like new to the whole game. And when did
0: you guys become a team? What year, like, was it during 2020, 2021, like that off season?
2: Yeah. So, me, yeah. me, Len and Ingrid, we've yeah. done some qualifiers for some competition since 2018, I think. I think okay. we tried to qualify for the French throwdown in 2018 or something. Yeah, 19 or 18. Yeah. And then we did a, a sanctional event in 2019 um, with another guy. Uh, and then we had, yeah, 2021 season, the three of us with a, a boy called uh, named Marius. And then the four of us, uh, or the three of us, and a guy named Nico, of course, <laughs> the one that's on the team now, uh, <laughs> qualified for the World Cup in Functional Fitness. So we came together I think just yeah just late 2021 and we saw that uh, we worked well as a team uh, so we decided to to put that team together for the 2022 season.
0: So uh, um, that that year that you so 2021 yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. Was that your cuz the semifinals were online that year so was that your first, in-person yeah. Competition? Yeah, it's I first in hell. person okay. competition. Yeah. The
1: first team competition and I, that's also when all like the warm stuff, they like how to communicate as a team, yeah. like how important like some non-verbal stuff are when you're at the, like in the Coliseum and everyone is screaming, and we had
0: and none, of you, of, none of you had games experience before that. No,
1: no. no, so, there was okay. no so, then, so you're you're
0: all being like bombarded like this sensory overload. Yeah, you're all nervous. Yeah. You're all out of your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah fucking. That's why okay. I'm
1: thinking like. Yes, we had no pressure in 21, but mentally it was hard because there were so many workouts that didn't go as planned. Uh, we were frustrated and yeah. And and 22, most workouts went as planned. Yeah. I think there was a lot of like smooth sailing. We did like purely the best that we could, I think.
0: Well, I was looking at your, your, your uh, placings and mm-hmm. you have the same, so you won two events and won two events. But like your outliers are much closer to like top six or seven, you know, like whereas there was a few, there was like a 14th or whatever in 2021, Mm -hmm. but in 2022, it's like, I don't think you finished outside like eighth in, you know what I mean? Like there, everything's much more condensed in 2022, whereas 2021, there's a bit more of a scattergun with your, so you're obviously like shored up your weaknesses, Mm -hmm. like, you know, as, as athletes as well as like that kind of communication stuff that you're talking about too. Yeah. I think we
1: really like realized as a team how important that part is, especially at games, like yeah. quarterfinals, maybe not that so much, but at semifinals and game stuff, that's way more important than each one being individually good. But also from last year, what we saw was, okay, the relay style workouts where you go like one-on-one, on one, uh, we fell a little bit uh, through the gap. And that's what we've been working on now. Like each and every one of us needs to be better individuals. And if you put that into like the team mix and how good we are as a team, I think that's a winning recipe. Mm
0: -hmm. Do you guys ever argue with each other? Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, you know, it's uh, it's honest because most teams go, no, no, gee, I mean, yeah, maybe almost once. Like it's like yeah. fuck off. Like everyone argues yeah. with everyone yeah. eventually, especially yeah. as a high pressure scenario. Yeah.
1: I think we didn't argue this training today.
0: No, no, we just
1: like laughing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gonna say this year. This no, no, We no, <laughs> had a fight today. Didn't today, we?
1: today we didn't <laughs> argue.
2: Yeah, but we've learned. Like we've 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 learned from our previous experience. So we've decided that. After workout, we take maybe 10, 15 minutes where we don't, like, of course, we talk, but we clean the equipment, then we do a debrief. Because if one of us failed or didn't feel like we were performing well, if we start communicating or try to correct the, the wrongs we did or the no reps we got, if we do that, like, within the first couple of minutes, it's going to be an argument, no doubt. Yeah. But now we just rest for a couple of minutes, we clean the equipment, then we take a little debrief with either the four of us or with the coach, and like that makes it easier to just reflect and just cool down because uh, yeah last year we were like once the once we were just letting go of the worm we decided to okay now we're going to argue straight away or we're going to talk about what went wrong and we're going to start placing the blame on uh yeah who did worse or yeah. who did wrong it's like, or,
0: it's like that yeah. spider-man meme you know where they're pointing at each other yeah. it's like yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. so uh <laughs> Yeah, but we definitely we argue a lot, but I think I think one of our strengths is that we know each other uh, really well. We care about each other. We know like how to. I I know how to uh, yeah. to annoy Lena. Lena knows how to annoy yeah. me. And, Like uh, I think that's that's a, a strength uh, as a yeah. team as well. Just knowing each other on a on a personal basis as well.
1: When to talk and when not to talk.
2: Yeah, I'm not yeah.
1: talking during workouts at all because yeah. that's like. I just, I just sound so angry and I know the team is going to be like annoyed at that. So my cue is just like, don't talk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We we definitely learned a lot. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same when I'm, uh, you know, this is obviously at a much lower level, but when I'm, if I'm doing a workout and my wife is talking to me, my wife could have a perfectly pleasant conversation with someone while training. And if I'm doing it, I'm all my answers are short. Like she's yeah, like something have... wrong. It's like no, I'm literally out of breath and I can't. Same. Yeah. And it
1: sounds like I would be like, yeah. go to the bar.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm talking through, yeah. through the workout, and that's yeah. yeah. So, but even though,
2: like, even though we like being on the team, we are individual strong athletes with like we are stubborn. So yeah. like when we do four sync movements or the or entire team is working together, and none of us want to be the weakest link. Yeah so if we do a workout like we're we're on the weakest weakest link if we do rope climbs or if we do uh high rep gymnastics or stuff like that and i feel that like i'm dragging the team down that's not the proper time to like
1: talk to yeah you, talk you know. to me
2: or give me feedback when i'm out of yeah. breath 30 seconds after yeah. workouts like hey have you
0: have you tried yeah. doing better rope climbs
2: <laughs> yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah so try to do this next time it's like yeah, yeah i yeah. know but not now yeah. so uh so yeah, and now um, during the team workouts, we either have Kristin uh, there or Joachim Ryg, our coach. Uh, so they are the one giving the feedback. Yeah. So w- yeah, we've definitely learned a lot. There's we've had a couple of team trainings this year already, and I think there's some elements that could have been um, uh, yeah been the root of an argument, but it didn't because we decided like not to talk about it right there and then.
0: Yeah. Does that happen at the games and stuff as well? Do you like? Do you have to? Is it different in that scenario, in a com- competitive scenario? Are you better able to handle it? Or do you still do that where you're like, shut the fuck up, just walk off the floor, don't talk to anyone, don't talk to each other? Uh,
1: at the games, I think it's a natural, because they have like, okay, coming through the finish line, there's like high-fiving the other athletes and yeah, talking with there's, your job. There's a break. You can't like really talk to the team properly yeah. within like yeah. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. But on the on the other hand, if you do, if you like, you feel like you're the fuck up on an event at the games. Um, I think that's that's gonna bother you way more, and it mm. like sits yeah. deep, and it will like bother you for maybe an hour or two, or even like the whole weekend. Cool. So I think yeah. I've
0: only I think I've only seen it like twice, where an athlete on team yeah. just like lost their head in like mid-workout and it's so entertaining like oh. when they're like arguing like four people standing at the worm or standing at the bob like shouting at it or one part it's usually just one one just goes and the rest yeah. of them are just like throwing their hands up being like fuck's sake That's how we did
1: the overhead warm walking lunges yeah we had like a little bit of that situation
0: yeah because <laughs> we... we didn't
1: we didn't practice no. <laughs> we didn't have a worm in the practice like the warm-up area yeah yeah and we didn't, like, realize uh, how to just get it yeah. up there.
2: <laughs> so, but we usually don't argue during the workouts. No. I think we yeah. have one fallout last year, like, on the ring muscle-up workout. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. got hammered. And I, like, my lockout was just trash. And the judge was just pointing at me, pointing at me, saying, lockout, lockouts. So I was... I was aware... I yelled
1: at you. I
2: was very aware that my lockup was trashed at workout, And after that one, me and Ingrid had a little uh, argument where we like had to cool down and decide that, okay, we just we got to let this one go. Because yeah. usually when we do ring muscle ups, Ingrid is the one that we're following and she's the one that decides when to split the reps. But all of a sudden, I was the weakest link and I really felt that, man, we fucked up. And like we were used to being all the way up there, like being being top three the entire weekend, I really felt that this this workout is going to maybe make us drop a few points and maybe go out of the top three. And that's not a good feeling because like we're competitive. We want to be all the way up there all the time. And once you feel like, fuck, I <laughs> I fucked up and I let the team down, that's yeah. that's not a good feeling. And like there was one small comment in the cool down area from Ingrid where she did really talk to me. She was talking to our coach, but I heard it and that like, made me snap and didn't uh yeah create a kind of a, a messy situation but yeah after an hour it was all gone but uh there and then it was uh not that pleasant
0: yeah god an, an hour is a long time for that to spill over especially yeah, in you, that kind of you, scenario
1: <laughs> shouting at you wow. during the workout because wow. i was like we were getting no reps and i was like usually it's like me or ingrid i was like yeah. thinking it was me and i was yeah. like I'm looking out so hard. I don't know what, why. You're I'm like dislocating your elbows. Yeah. And I'm just like shouting like, who is it? You know, because like, I can't communicate. So it yeah. just sounds like super angry. Yeah. And even just like, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: gonna be May, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
0: But yeah, uh, no, we've, rough, we've yeah.
2: definitely learned a lot when it comes to arguing, uh, arguing and when to communicate, how to communicate. Because Nico is always the one like, maybe counting down rest when we do the breaks and stuff like that. But I'm like, we're for individuals that are super stubborn, like I said, but I'm the team captain. So if things go don't go as planned, I'm the one that's supposed to say that now we do this. Yeah. So if like plan A, B, and C doesn't work, I'm the one that's supposed to say now we do this and then we now just we, now,
0: now we blame Ingrid.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now we find the, now we find the weakest link and just throw her under the bus. So, uh, but uh, like then uh, then we just gotta go go with it because if we start fucking up, it's usually just now we just gotta figure out a way to finish it hmm. and maybe just go an easier way that we would have done. So, like yeah,
0: it's funny like you know the way you're saying that the the judge is pointing at you saying lockout and you're like yeah I know it's one of one of the most unnecessary things you'll ever see a judge do is you know like in a one rep max lift and someone like doesn't jerk and they're like no reps like that was yeah. not necessary yeah. like everyone yeah. in the room can see that that was yeah. not a rep you did yeah. not mean and the, especially the ones that do the big exaggerated like it's yeah. like you could have just sh- quietly shaking your head and yeah. just be like yeah. sorry that no that you didn't like out wanted, there
1: like two seconds of fame like
2: yeah,
0: finally yeah,
1: yeah. i can do the sign i've been practicing on
0: yeah that, <laughs> the head
1: yeah. the head
2: just was like this like just <laughs> pointing at me and looking at that locker. up it was like yeah i know i know my teammates know <laughs> the fans yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> so that was just, uh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was my. I think that was maybe, yeah, we we haven't been to the games that many times, but that's not like my, I think that's my worst experience, definitely. Yeah, that's,
0: yeah failing on that, failing something yeah. on that kind of stage can't be easy. Um, yeah, just, yeah. yeah, you, you mentioned your coach, was he, have you the same? So you've changed your coaching setup a bit this year, haven't you, for, compared to last year?
2: Yeah, yeah, so uh, last year, in 2021 and 2022, we've had Seaman Oslund as the primary coach. But okay. Joachim has always been programming the individual programs for Lena and Ingrid. Okay. And he's also been a coach at CrossFit Oslo. So he's always been there, like, guiding us and helping us and cooperating with, uh, with Seaman as well. But um, last year, Seaman also had an opportunity to coach Matilda Garnes, She's an okay. individual athlete. So he, his focus kind of transitioned a little bit from us and to, uh, to her. And so we added Joachim to the say coaching staff late, maybe April, May last year. So kind of late in the season. So he's been with us for, um, yeah, he's been with us forever, of course. But uh, uh, now he's got the primary, primary coach role um, alongside Kristin. Uh,
1: so Joachim has been coaching Kristin? for yeah. many many years and you yeah. can like always been at the at the gym and yeah he's the head coach for many years and he's like the head uh, programming from on Krieger training.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so you're is that is that your um Fuck my the word just went in my head. Is that your like umbrella thing? Then is Krieger is like you yeah. guys are under Krieger. Okay, right. Yeah. So and- like
2: may- mayhem is mayhem. Uh, uh, Invictus is Invictus, and we are of course in cross with Oslo, but it's like the Krieger is kind of the, the name of the program. So we are like mm. uh, with, uh, yeah working with Krieger.
0: Yeah. And have you gotten access to other things then off the back of that? Like have you got have you changed? Um. So say like if you guys had. Uh, you know, co- uh, programming to do or, or training to do as individuals, and then when you came together as a team, is it is it more of a this year? Is it more of a four individuals training together in the off season? Have you like have you started team stuff earlier? Have you started it later? Have you changed anything in that kind of way? Because obviously, yeah. with a new coach, it might be a new perspective and stuff. And then also, has the fact that you're now with Krieger, like say, officially with the owner of it or whatever the founders of it has that given you access to other experts that they might usually use for say builder or whoever they they were individuals before yeah so lena
2: said it uh, i think a little bit earlier so last year we started training as a team like of course we started training as a team now but we started doing team stuff multiple times a week in january Okay. this year we focused on being better individuals Uh, so now we're focused more on individual weaknesses and we're probably going to do that until maybe late April, beginning of May. So now we're doing a lot less team stuff um, and doing more individual um, programming because we know that we're confident that we know how to synchronize gymnastics. We know how to work the warm. We know how to work the bob. So we're going to postpone that a little bit until later this season, probably after the quarterfinals. But we do team session once a week. Every Wednesday, we do team sessions. So we do a little bob, we do a little warm just to make sure that we are still in sync. But uh, that's kind of like the major difference between the previous two seasons and this season is that we have much more individual focus. Yeah. Okay.
1: yeah. I, I think like last year, all of the hard sessions throughout the week was uh, team workouts. So you, you oh, never yeah. you get like, of course, you get crushed on team workouts, but we didn't get this. Individual experience of pushing really hard by yourself. And that's what we want, or we saw that we needed that as well, if there's a relay or something.
2: Mm. And yeah. I think maybe we saw a little sign of that during the open this year that we're not used to pushing maximal as individuals. Yeah. Like if we were to do the workouts, the open workouts sync, two sync, or four sync, I think yeah. we would probably crush our own score because we would be able to push and uh, mm. help each other. So uh, we need to also learn to to compete as individuals because at the games there's probably going to be one or two workouts where you're out there by yourself and you need to be able to uh, to be able to push really hard. Yep. So mm. I think that's kind of the focus this year. That we saw that the workouts where we were you go I go last year. I think that's the events we didn't perform as well. Yep. So that's kind of why we changed the focus up a little bit.
1: Yeah. And- <laughs> And also, you asked about like special.
2: Yeah, yeah, specialists
0: and, and stuff. Yeah.
1: Craigie Training has hooked us up with like swim coaches. Okay. So we have swim coaches this year. And we have strongman coaches. Yeah. So I
0: assume, because uh, you're from like Scandinavia, I'm assuming you were all like Olympic level swimmers before you did CrossFit, were you? <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: Nico is. Nico yeah. loves swimming. There's always
0: one. one. There's, like it's, yeah. it's crazy how yeah. many like Scandinavians yeah. swim.
1: Evan is uh, okay plus, and me and Ingrid um, need some
2: training, yes. Well, l- Last year we were super lucky because <laughs> uh, we only did uh, laps of two times 25 meters in the pool, and when we got to the games, that's what we got. <laughs> so we were super fortunate. Uh, yeah, community. you you really put all your eggs in one basket on that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like we saw that there was going to be a swimming pool, but we yeah. did, we thought that it was only going to be for the individuals. Like, how can they organize like a swimming event uh, for forty teams? But
1: they did. Yeah. But they did,
2: and they did it super smooth. So that means that we got to swim this year as well. Yeah.
0: Mm. Cool. Um. How how's it been with that kind of stuff then? With having other, um you know, other coaches being involved and other experts and stuff being involved. Because I'm always curious with that with, you know, say Mayhem do it a lot where they bring in Hinshaw and they bring in other people to do stuff and like Hwpo hey, are doing it where they've got like loads of different coaches with loads of different backgrounds and ex- levels of expertise and stuff. Um, But like there's obviously a uh, level of professional respect between coaches but there's also that thing of like you know you're, you're mentioning about you four being uh, stubborn and having your own egos that you have to manage and stuff I mean it's probably similar for coaches where it's like the strongman coach is probably like well strongman is the most important thing you can ever do and the swimming coach is like no like conditioning is the most you know like yeah. do you find that is, is there ever a case of like you know too many cooks kind of thing
1: yeah I think, I think the coaches we have now are pretty good at like they know we do crossfit yeah. And I know, like, the time aspect we have, and really, like, especially our strongman coach, he's like, okay, so I see, uh, he watched, like, the Rogue and stuff, and he would be like, okay, or the strongman events at the games, he watched them, and he knows, like, okay, so most CrossFitters, you like using your, like, the hip hinge okay. to create power, but if you could, you could use, like, the knees and be a little bit more upright, and and we try it, and if it doesn't suit us, he would be like open for us to do the crossfit technique of it. Yeah.
2: And I also think that the like the speciality coaches that we are working with now, they only want to teach us the technique. They like they don't want to teach us how to get your best endurance or how to improve our capacity. So there's like there's no mixing there. So when we are in the pool now, it's not like if you want to have a good condition, you need to swim five thousand meters. It's not like that. Now we're just like when it comes to the swimming, we're like back to basics, learning the technique and just learning how to be more efficient when we yeah. swim. So that's like, that's kind of the focus. So it's not like a coach mixing um, his or her philosophy with the CrossFit mindset. And yeah. uh, like the, to, to, to the, the two guys we have now, they're pretty young and they are national swimmers, um, top level. But I don't think they're coaches, but they're able to coach us yeah, and yeah. teach us techniques. So it's not it's not like a forty year old guy with these like stubborn opinions yeah. about how mm-hmm. to train. So it's more like the best swimmers in the country trying to teach us technique.
1: And they also need to be with Yeah. Like they really and they like they know the time aspects yeah. we have to be yeah. good and like what could show up at the games. Yeah. yeah. And
2: they know that if they can make us ten percent more efficient swimmers, that's gonna help us to perform oh. um, on what we yeah, need to do. Yeah. So swimming, it's, it's,
0: swimming is fucking hard. Like, yeah. uh, definitely. I like I I so every two or three months, I'm like, all right, swimming. I'm yeah. gonna this. I'm gonna really like zone in on it. Like, this is I'm gonna fucking nail swimming. And I go, I go once, and then I'm like, wow, I'm never doing yeah. that again. And then a <laughs> few months later, I'm like, all right, swimming. I'm gonna nail swimming. But yeah. I always find that like I'm doing lengths, and I'm like, uh, okay, wow, that was really good. Like my the, the way i took that breath there was perfect and then yeah. i spent so much time patting myself on the back for that that i'm like oh i haven't breathed i haven't breathed yeah. it in in a half a yeah. length i'm gonna die and th- then the next time i'll be like oh i forgot to use my legs that time and then the next time i'm like oh i turned the wrong way and swallowed what you know like it's just it's just like so many moving parts that i just can't even fucking think about it
2: yeah because we do a lot of technique and we're like getting new drills and stuff like that and then like we feel like you're starting to learn it and then they say, "Okay, now we're gonna swim four times twenty-five meters." And then you just forget everything, yeah,
0: and you just smash that. It's, it's like it's that, like, um, uh, you know, like in, in you know, in France, where it's like je je me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. like that, where it's Just gobbledygook <laughs> at the <end. laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Um, what are your uh, is your your goal? like have you said out loud yet that your goal is to win the games like do you go as far as saying that or is it is there too many moving parts to to say that
1: i I think it's fair to say that's the goal
0: like
1: of course that's what we're uh reaching for but like expectations maybe something else and I, i
0: is it basically like your your line of failure isn't well, if we don't win, we fail. It's not like that's it. Yeah, no,
1: no. I think you, we're going yeah. in like we're doing our best. And we're yeah. if we can go there and we're better at like the stuff we've been working on, uh, that's a huge win, of
2: course. Yeah. I think we, we know that we're capable of winning the games because we have beaten Mayhem in workouts. We've beaten Week in workouts. We've beaten Invictus in workouts. So we know that we're capable. But of course, we have weaknesses. So... It's going to depend a little bit on the programming, of course. And uh, like Christine said today, like, once we finish the games in August, if we can look back and see that we gave it everything, we did our best, and we as individuals also like, gave it our 100%. like When it comes to sleep, nutrition, training, communicating with the coach, like doing the proper adjustments, Like if we can tick off all of those boxes and we place fourth, I think like, we got to be happy.
0: Um, but um, doesn't yeah.
1: mean we're satisfied or like no. that we reach yeah. the mm. goal is still, yeah. to win. Ha-
0: yeah. You're happy with your efforts more so than the outcome or whatever, yeah. Right? yeah. No, but uh, yeah, has, uh, has working with Kristen changed anything? Um, you know, like actual competitive performance wise, like, like, has she said anything about because obviously she's been around for so long and she's competed at a high level for so long on her own, and you know, like, she's mm-hmm. just like stomped it for so many years like is there anything about competition itself that she said oh you should do this during competition that you've been like oh my god how do we not know that that was a thing or how do we not realize that has there been any of those kind of like mindset shifts or advice that she's given
1: not not yet no, i would say but she's been at, like she's been around at the box for so long we, we've been training with Kristen. For very long and also the year we first went to games we did a lot of like workouts with, together with her and yeah it, there's nothing like super new like this past month that she's mm. before coach but
2: she was also on the national team in functional fitness last year yeah and we were part of that team uh no not last year yeah yeah, yeah the, of course as a coach yeah. yeah, last year so we've been working with her like on and off and mm. she actually said today we had a team training today and she said that after the quarterfinals going into semifinals, we're going to start working much more on mental stuff. Okay, so right now she actually, she's actually teaching us the like tips and tricks for how to breathe better on a burpee or how to attack that movement and what to think about that movement. So she's learned us like we get some drips here and there, uh, but um, when it comes to the mental coaching, she just said it this uh, today that like after the quarterfinals, we're going to start working a little bit more on like how to think and how to prepare ourselves and how to maximize like the how, to, how
0: to not argue with each other, that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so and we, we have a lot of respect for her as well. I yeah. think if she wasn't present, I think we would argue more, but we don't yeah. want to look, you know, look <laughs> like children in yeah. front of her. Cause we have, uh, yeah, she's definitely somebody that we really respect. Yeah. We like everything she's done and achieved. So she knows like, she's not talking like out of, been there
0: she's like yeah, she's been it. It. in the, inexperience. Yeah. she walks into the room and you all suddenly start hugging each other you've been like beating the shit out of each other and they're just like oh shit she's here oh, yeah, Yay, we're all oh, oh, she's oh, here with the camera yeah. oh, we got a smile <laughs> yeah. um, well I don't want to add any pressure to your season but I have a bet with uh, John Singleton um, <laughs> from the program so he uh, so if you guys finish below uh, Proven I have to buy him a pair of rads and if uh, you guys finish ahead of Proven, he has to buy me a pair of rads. So what's, you know, rads, rads like the shoes, the trainers. Oh, yeah. so man. did
1: he bet against us? I thought John were like our friend.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: John, come on.
0: <laughs> he was. <laughs>
2: he was. <on> <laughs> well,
0: if 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 nothing else, even if I lose the bet, I've yeah. ruined one of his relationships. So yeah. either way, I win. Um, yeah. No, we were talking. We were talking about teams, and he was kind of saying how. No, that's fair. We were that's going through. True.
1: But I'm I'm really uh, glad that we made a new friend today, and that you put it on us.
0: You. Did you meet? You met someone else today? Did you as well? No. Oh, you, you mean don't. me? Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I lost. I lost a friend as well today. Who's that? The rope. I'm gonna show.
2: I, I'm not sure if it's possible for me to show you like a five-second clip.
1: I think we can make it. We practiced the rope today, and
2: let's see. Like, can you see me? <laughs>
1: yeah. Coming oh in.
2: Yeah. Wow. So, so this is like our secret sauce. So Kristen is holding the rope. Just letting it go so we get the swing so we're like we practice just to jump into the rope into the rope um so this is me wait for it
1: is it slow motion
2: no i don't think so is it
0: no the guy in the background is moving real time okay
2: so this is me trying to catch
0: the rope. unless he's moving really fast and then slow motion it just looks like she's moving no, normally. Like, she's that's in. it and Oh god! That's no, that perfect. was a that was a, that was a proper.
1: That's a show off.
0: Let uh, going show you the, face. the. Here's here's a here's a terrible roll climb and it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it's it's such a pathetic little like you realize what? halfway through your jump that it's not. gonna <laughs> That's so, uh, who was, who that? was uh, that? Was it was it Medeiros at uh, Mac or one of those where he jumped and like just totally missed? Yeah, it was yeah. like yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. It's okay. A possible skill when you're on a team and you life to change between.
0: So is yeah. it, is she mimicking the fact that if he gets yes, off if, the rope and you're we, getting you go, on, it would be moving? Yeah. If yeah. we do, you go, I go. Like you yeah. don't have time to stop the rope and stuff like that. You just gotta learn how
2: to run into the rope and like catch it. Yeah. So I think that's uh,
0: something that's not smart. not something I'm ever gonna need to even marginally concern myself yeah. with learning how to do. I'll stick to not drowning once every three months. <laughs> yeah. Me. yeah. Um well look, best of luck with the season. It's been great uh chatting to you. I really appreciate you coming on. It's it's um I'm really excited for the team season. Uh, I'm trying to get other people excited about it as well. I think there is a good bit of excitement, but I'm like Yeah, uh yeah, no, I think it's it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty remarkable i think how close it's going to be and how tight it's going to be um So, yeah, hopefully uh, quarterfinals go well. Best of luck this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully everything goes well there. And then Berlin next after that. It's actually really fucking creeping up. I, like, I remember I booked flights to Berlin and I was like, that's fucking ages away. Yeah. And then I was just looking at my calendar today and I was like, shit, it's actually quite close. Like, it's only, like, yeah. it's only a matter of weeks now, whereas it seemed like it was six or seven months away. It's uh, really yeah. creeping up. Um, well, but, yeah, best of uh, luck. Enjoy the nice season.
1: Yeah, we enjoyed it. My pleasure. Nice, Thank you. My yeah. Pleasure.
0: And
2: I think it was fun to like talk a little bit, not that much about just CrossFit, CrossFit, CrossFit. Like now we can talk about different things. So it's kind of a different podcast. And I think uh, the listeners would enjoy it rather than talking about one rep max and strict toast. And I'm
0: I'm also not going to put it behind a paywall. So.